made man and male, and then he made female. No in-between. I get so sick of sissies, I don't know what to do. I'm sick of sissies. And half the time, they, y'all, bringing them in somebody's church, fanning over somebody's choir, turning, I'm sick of sissies. has got to get delivered from this false church competing with us. How dare these people have a full-blown gay church and think God is pleased with it. Are y'all quiet? Well, I ain't scared of y'all. Tell me how in the world are you really thinking in your mind that you can be a pastor with a first gentleman and God be pleased? Tell me how in the world you think that you can be a pastor, a female, with a first lady, and God be pleased. What is going on now? My God, we got transgender bishops. Oh my God. I want to know who consecrated you. Give me their license and yours. Because you both are lying on God. The devil is a liar with your master. I don't care how two men marry each other. They can't, I don't care how many surgeons they go to, honey, they, the surgeon can't outdo God. That surgeon can't twist the woman, the man's anatomy and tuck it and fold it enough to feel like the natural body of a woman. Man, you ain't got what I got. It don't feel like how I feel. You ain't nothing but a lie. The devil is a liar with your masters there. Two hard-legged men rubbing on one another. It's an abomination to God and to nature. Hey everybody, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Boy Please Whatever podcast, your favorite podcast, the only podcast that matters. This is my season two premiere episode. You know. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I am no longer on Facebook. Um, I just felt like it didn't make any sense to try to build an audience on Facebook and then turn around and do the same thing on YouTube. So being that I'm a, a newcomer to this, I just thought, why not go ahead and get the ball rolling now and get the numbers up on YouTube. So if you're not subscribing, if you are watching and you are not subscribed, go ahead and do that for me. And I am still streaming on uh, Apple, Spotify, um, Google, Amazon, and iHeartRadio, and also Overcast Radio. Uh, but if you also would like to listen to the podcast, please do download the podcast app on your Apple phone or Spotify if you have an Android. Or you can, they're interchangeable, but you know. So go ahead and do that for me as well. Um, I know a lot of my audience is on Facebook, so if you are you know, toggling, toggling between both. Go ahead and share the link on Facebook as well. Thank you, Derek. I did it myself. Hey, Charlie. Yeah, I did it myself. Um, a lot of the graphics that you guys will see or have already seen on my Facebook page or my Instagram, I did it myself. Uh, I'm poor and I cannot afford to pay a graphic designer, but hats off to graphic designers because it's a lot of fucking work. And I see why they charge what they charge. I've always been like, mm, you charge too much. This, you want you know, $150 for a flyer, bitch, it takes that because it's a lot 
of effort and work, especially when you're doing it for someone else. So, anywho, uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. I got a lot to talk about. I've been gone for like, what, four weeks, five weeks, and didn't get shit accomplished. <laughs> um, every time I started to go out with one of my planners, uh, with, with my planner, Robin, we end up smoking hookah and making green tea shots and getting drunk and getting nothing accomplished. Um, but, you know, this past week we've been working towards getting stuff together. But, you know, hey, Adrian. So, yeah, um, as normal, I always thought I was talking about my weekend. So this is going to be a very compiled version because I've been gone for a while. So uh, basically, I partied the entire time. I had a good time, but I did need that break. I didn't want to get burnt out. And I thought 15 episodes is good enough. So from here on now, I'm going to do 15 episodes, take a break, give you guys something fresh and new afterwards. So, um, don't think fresh and new this time is my shirt, but no, I did my, um, the countdown. I did that. I created the flyers and the uh, intro as well. So kudos to me. But anyway, um, so a lot of, a lot of you guys do know where I work at my full-time job, but I work part-time with one of my brothers, uh, Jason, he has a catering service. And I did tell him I was going to talk about this very, very briefly because, as pro black as I am, I will always get on Jason about like, you know, he was like, yeah, I don't like black people, black folks, you know, and I always say, you know, black people, I feel like we lack tolerance for each other because you go to a black owned business one time and they piss you off. You never return. Then you go to McDonald's and them hoes get rude every fucking time you go. You know what I'm saying? We continue to put money in a billionaire's pocket that we've never seen before. But when it comes to someone that looks like us, it just ticks us off for some reason. I don't know if it's because we may expect more from someone that looks like us or we just really want black people to, like, you know what I'm saying, go out there and kill this shit, be good at what we do, and take pride in your business and take pride in your work. But we get up there and we're greeted with an attitude, like, what you want, what you want to eat. It's just like, uh. So he caters, so he also decorates, but for the most part, we're always serving food for black customers. And um, not too long ago, we almost got into a fight with some old bitches, and it was a lady named... Um, I haven't caught a whole Irene. What was her name? Pauline. Uh, her attitude was fucking terrible. And she was like, she was cockeyed for one. And she was trying to fight one of our workers. And she's one of our only, well, she is our only female worker. And I don't agree with putting my hands on women, but like it was a bunch of them hoes. And y'all were not finna jump her. And it was just, they were so fucking nasty to us. They were so nasty to us. She was like, I used to work in the kitchen. No one gives a fuck that you worked in cash saver frying chicken in the back five years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got this. We're professionals. We know what the fuck we're doing. But she was, like, very persistent in, like, having an attitude. And, like, they were, like, openly, like, trying to start a fight with us. And it was so fucking weird, y'all. It was all, they were, like, all of them women. It was so fucking weird to the point it just, it drove me over the edge. Then um, we had another event. Uh, what were we? It was a brunch for dementia patients, not dementia patients, people suffering with dementia. And a one particular lady was so fucking rude. Like we, if there's food left over, people fail to realize this. If you pay for a caterer, right, and they provide a service, that food is yours. They do not have to take it home. Nine times out of ten, the caterer probably charge you an arm and a motherfucking leg for black eyed peas, 
mashed potatoes and fried chicken. You know what I'm saying? So we don't want to take your food home. Are we going to make a little play while we're there? Absolutely. But we don't have to take your food home. And the woman was like, I was told y'all got food left over. So uh, I need, we're going to give it to the Goodwill. And it was a brunch. Bitch, you do not think, we stood there for like an hour and a half serving people. You do not think for a second that I'm about to take home these old ass eggs that we cooked two hours ago, been standing over all you hoes, breath, breathing through dentures and lack thereof. We don't want your food. But what I always got on Jason about this, but what opened my eyes? We did a wedding for some white people. They were so fucking kind. Like when we got done serving them, we always help ourselves. Like I said, we help ourselves to the food. And we were going into the kitchen. They caught us coming from the kitchen and was like, no, 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 y'all sit down. And, like, we sat at the family table, I think with the mother-in-law. And it was just a big difference. Like, they were so nice and sweet. And from my experience, it's the people that look like us. I always treat us like we're the fucking help. And, like, and it, it bothers me. You know what I'm saying? But I just want to say that, like, if you have a – a program or a wedding or something, be kind to the hired like caterers or decorators because it may look like, okay, we serving fried chicken. This not my only motherfucking job, bitch. And the caterer I know is fucking banked. So yeah. Um we was finna whoops we was finna whoop some ass down at the DFW with a uh, on Cynthia's place. So yeah, anyway, back to what I wanted to talk about. Um Memphis. And I know I have my topic. We want to get there. Memphis, we have a very important election coming up. Do not fucking vote for Judge Joe Brown, who is 75 years old, and fucking W. Harrington. Is it Willie? Is it W. W. Harrington? W. I don't give a fuck this W. The boys. Do not vote for fucking Mayor Harrington. He's 83 years old. He was a mayor from like 92 to the 2000s. Like, nigga, sit the fuck down. Memphis is so fucking behind. Memphis is almost like, bitch, Mayberry. When you come here, there's nothing to do. And everybody's like, oh, crime is just so high. We need double, we need Willie Harrington. We're going to come out with a switch. Bitch, he's old. He's 83. Until the parents start parenting their motherfucking children, there's nothing. I don't know what the fuck y'all expect Jim Strickland to do about crime, but y'all are not parenting your fucking kids when we were kids yes mayor harrington i guess was a good mayor i don't fucking know i wasn't concerned about that but we also had parents that was on our ass like you know what i'm saying making sure we were going to school we in the summertime we had youth initiatives we had vacation bible school you had summer camp you had boys and girls club you had bridge builders you had girls inc we had shit to do we had excite celebration station discovery zone uh liberty land we had all this shit that we had to do in the summer, and they were hiring teenagers. But now these little ruthless motherfuckers, you don't want to hire them because they're breaking in cars, they're stealing your shit, they damn near shooting you. And then if you, you know, like if you catch them shoot, stealing your car and shoot them, you go to jail. So it's, it's crazy as fuck. So I'm just like, I don't know what you guys expect Jim Strickland to do. I'm not saying he's been the best mayor. Again, I'm not just the guy who's watching CNN all day or watching the news to see what the fuck is going on in the city. But I do know there's a difference in child rearing that it was when we were children. And again, do not vote for fucking Mayor Harrington. He's 83. You won't let your granddaddy run to the motherfucking corner store by himself if he's 83. So how the fuck y'all gonna let this 83-year-old man run the city? You're 83. Kick your motherfucking feet up. Sit on your porch and just live out the rest of your days. Why the fuck do you want all this stress to be the mayor of a city and you 83? And it's and what's bothering me is motherfuckers like, yeah, we need him back. No the fuck what? No the fuck we don't. But anyway, 
Just make I endorse. I don't. I'm endorsing. I'm not giving this man a dime. But uh, I want you guys to look into Paul Young. Uh, I met him personally. He's a really, really great guy. Uh, I met him and his wife, and he seems to really want to know the ins and outs of different demographics of people. Uh, he met up with trans women. He met up with the black LGBTQ community. He's been in churches speaking, and he is a Memphian, and he's young. I don't know if he is 40. He's probably like early 40s. So uh, come on, y'all. Let's not get with. Um, let's not vote for fucking grandpa to run be the city, the city mayor. Uh, Eureka Griffin said they nor they're not hiring teenagers because they don't like to be told right from wrong. It, this goes back to my point, like parenting. This this generation of don't touch my kid. You know what I'm saying? And that's what bothers me. Is these little motherfuckers out here? You, you twenty nine with a twelfth grader. That's a problem. That's it's kids raising motherfucking children. So we can't say shit to these grown little motherfuckers. Some programs, government fund initiatives are not the first to get budget. Are the first to get budget cuts, and then we will kill you. Add incredible pieces and chuck and cheese. I mean that's true, but I think we have to like this generation is completely lost, right? This generation is fucking gone. It's a goner. But if we had started when we when they were young, like allowing really the village, you had motherfuckers saying, "Don't say nothing to my child. If they whoop you, come get me." And everybody didn't think they mama the toughest bitch in North Memphis, but that's why I couldn't teach for one. But anyway, everybody think they mama the toughest bitch in the world, and then you're growing up with this mentality, like, "Oh, I can't say any mom can't a motherfucker can't say nothing to me because my mama gonna whoop their ass." And they take that to. Every space they're in. Exactly, Vicky. Fuck those kids. I say that I do not like y'all children. I don't like children. I swear to God, I don't have tolerance for these little snot-nosed little motherfuckers. And folks are like, oh, they young. He's just 15. That 15-year-old will put a bullet in your ass. So I don't want to say unalive children, but, bitch, unalive some kids. I, I would. If it's your life or mine. I ain't saying go out here and just start killing the motherfucker, you know, but. These little motherfuckers breaking your cars and they got like nine guns at you. Girl, 15 my ass. Fuck these little motherfuckers. But yeah, um, it just makes this, it just makes, it's like a dark cloud over the city. There's nothing to do because the shit that they create for us to do here, these little motherfuckers are ruining it, ruining it because they're 15 outside at two in the morning walking down. They're not on Bill Street, but they're walking down Union, walking down Second Street. So they're still in the motherfucking vicinity, walk, hanging around the motherfucking parking lot. And I saw this sat, Saturday night myself. It's like nine of these little motherfuckers hanging around the parking lots. What the fuck are y'all doing? Y'all not dressed for downtown because like the shit they had on. So they just hang, like, why are y'all hanging around this parking lot? You know what I'm saying? So it's just like there's they put a fear in us in a way that we don't want to go out. We don't want to experience the city or create these vibes. You get at other cities. And I'm, I know there's crime everywhere else, but when I'm in Memphis, bitch, I am like vigilant, bitch. I cannot like, I'm looking around like major pain, bitch. I'm, I'm on the scope the entire time, but yeah, um, I'm not drinking some Alizé. This is actually, I'm actually ashamed to say what this is. I really don't know what this is. I went to Taco Bell like two weeks ago, right? right, right? Uh, and I got a, what's it, a freeze? I got a freeze from Taco Bell. And then I had some white Hennessy left over. I had like about this much left. So I poured the white hen over in this, and it's been in my refrigerator for like two weeks. Judge your mama. So, 
I know you guys saw, and I don't know if you did see, but I hope you saw. If you didn't, go back and watch it. Um, go back and watch the introduction video that I played before my intro came on. It's a compilation of Francis Kelly. I think his name is Kenneth Cunningham and the lady. I can't think of her name. Uh, the, the, the heavy set fat woman in the chair who couldn't stand up and preach, but she had so much to say about gay people and how good her pussy was. Did y'all catch that part? But, um, so yeah, uh, my topic for tonight is uh, do all gays go to heaven? A lot of people know I am not of the Christian faith, but I did grow up in church, so I am talking from experience. Certain things I'm talking from experience. A lot of things I'm talking about, stuff that we've seen on social media, things that people that we know have uh, dealt with or are dealing with currently. Um, I don't understand the need to continue to gay bash over the pulpit in the name of whoever uh, you choose to worship. Um, I don't appreciate, um, and we're going to end most of my followers and most people I know are Christian. So uh, I don't appreciate gay bashing in the name of Jesus. And what pisses me off even more are the gays who, the church gays rather, who 95% are DL, like to take up for what is going on in the service because on one hand, we're given Jesus, we're introduced to Jesus out of fear, right? Uh, Thomas Paine said one of the biggest tyrannies on earth is the Christian faith because it goes beyond the grave. Um, basically, you know, the whole heaven, hell rhetoric, um, you know, you die, you live right, this, that, and the third. So that is my topic for the for tonight. I do not appreciate it. I do think that um it's a it's old, it's tired. We talk up we've been talking about this for how long? And that's why I did a compilation because Francis Kelly, that was like in the seventies. Cunningham was like maybe two weeks ago. And then the other lady was I don't know if it was the 90s, but it, was, it looked old as fuck, right? So, like, how long are we going to continue to have this same conversation trying to, like, put the gays out the church or make the gays straighten up and fly right when a lot of these pastors are fucking their members, running them off, or the deacons are fucking the members, or the musicians are fucking the members, and it goes for men and women, and Okay, the Bible says Leviticus, whatever, 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 but we don't talk about the rest of Leviticus. We don't talk about the the seafood, the shrimp, the mixed linen, the, the cutting of the sideburns. Um, if your wife's on her cycle, get out of the house with her. We don't ever talk about that. But it's like in the black church, you can be anything but gay. You can have nine kids out of wedlock. We'll actually have your baby shower in the motherfucking fellowship hall. But you can't be gay. You can't sing in the choir and be gay. You can't play the organ and be gay. But gay people have been around since the beginning of time. The, the influence of gay people in the black church, like I can go, we can talk all night. We can talk all fucking night. Every, almost, I've been in several choirs. I probably can name two, two men in the choirs that I was in. I can probably name two men 
that were straight. And you can take that and you can do what you want to do with it. But I only know two men in the choirs that I've been in, and I've sang in several, that were straight. I don't know too many straight choir leaders. I don't know too many straight choir directors. But you need the choir to, to make your service flourish. You want your choir to sound away, so you want my talent, but you want to get across this motherfucking pulpit and bash me. Now, talk about, if you want to preach from the Bible, cool, but the whole I'm sick of sissies, two hard-legged men, that's nasty. Now you're putting in your opinions. And then what nothing pisses me off is when we get up over the pulpit and we want to talk about gay people and your entire church is gay. Your whole praise, every guy on your praise team is gay. I don't fucking understand that for the life of me. And what a lot of people don't know is King James was a homosexual. The, the very Bible that we are, well, not, not me, but the very Bible that you guys are reading was written by a fucking homosexual. You want people to come to choir rehearsal and do this. So if you're going to preach the word or like let people come in, they're already broken. If I'm already broken and struggling, if y'all want to call it a struggle, if I'm already broken, why the fuck you going to bash me over the head because we choose to have Pride Month? The one guy got up and said, why do we have a gay church? Why do we? Why? Exactly. Before we get up and say this bullshit about how dare people have a gay church, how dare people, a man have a first gentleman, how, how dare a woman have a first lady and a trans bishop, ask yourself why. Yeah, how dare they? Why do we have a gay church? Why is there a need for the fucking gay church? Y'all ran everybody fucking off. So you want to throw these sermons at me with fire and brimstone and condemnation. I can't sing. I can't express how I feel. And I can't express myself the way I am in church. So when I create my own, when I create my own space, now it's a fucking problem. There is a, a war on masculinity. Listen, masculinity does not equate to heterosexual. That does not fucking equate. And you, this whole, it's a choice thing. And people say, why do gay people get mad when the church brings that up? Because we've done every motherfucking thing y'all have asked us to do for this shit to go away and it's still here. I've been praying since I was motherfucking five years old when I realized what it was. And another thing is, we don't know it's wrong until a motherfucker tell us it was wrong. So if I've been praying, I've been fasting, I've been abstaining, I've been, I ran off and stopped talking to friends and found a new group of friends, stopped going to the club, and this shit's still here, you want me to live my whole motherfucking life worried about, like, me going to hell? And it's some shit that I didn't even ask for. I got to pray 30 years to remove some shit I haven't even, I didn't ask for. That's unfair. What the fuck? So the next time y'all want to have sermons about I'm sick of sissies. Okay, you can have a problem. The Bible says homosexuals. Why can't you just use that? We got to be sissies too. We have so many gay psalmists. Recording artists and y'all singing their songs. Everybody know James Cleveland was openly gay, but you hear God is now. You want to pass the fuck out. Now we got to throw a sheet over you. Collection plate full of LGBT money. Thank you. Y'all got so much shit to say about gay people. 
But are you are you really trying to like talk and see what the fuck is going on? How long have I been feeling this way? But you want to just use this Bible that's fucking years old that you don't know who fucking wrote. First of all, Jesus never mentioned homosexuality ever. So yeah, I, I just I don't understand that. Uh, then you have the DL community taking up for the shit because they were taught that it's wrong. Now, all of a sudden, they got a taste for pussy. Now, they want to go find the biggest alto they can find and marry her. And everybody looking at her like she's a motherfucking fool because not only not only are they marrying them, now, okay, I wanna, I'm styling my wife. No, bitch, you want to play dress up. You want Barbie dolls. Ain't nothing wrong with saying, baby, I saw a dress I think you're a little sexy in. But, bitch, when it gets to the point where your husband coming home with motherfucking trinkets and uh, bangles and accessories and earrings and the purse, the motherfucking stockings, the heel and all that, girl, hey, bitch, red flag, red flag. He want to play He want to play dress up. I feel like the church needs to worry about why people are coming out of the woodworks about sexual assault. Bingo. Ask how many little girls have been touched at church inappropriately. We worry about the wrong shit. We don't have those type of conversations. We don't have them type of conversations. And I don't, I've never seen anybody get sat down for anything else that's a sin. Besides, I've I've been in church and a young lady got pregnant. And I think she sat down, but she got pregnant by the motherfucking musician. And we needed an organ player, so he stayed. But he participated in the sin. I've been at this church 40 motherfucking years. I get married. Can't nobody from the church come. I can't have it at the church. But old motherfucking Diane in the alto session got this her fourth motherfucking child out of wedlock. But y'all want to host her baby shower in the motherfucking vestibule. Where's the logic? Like, where's the fucking logic? But y'all want to, everybody wants to talk so motherfucking bad about homosexuals because I'm feminine. You can see it. So now it's a problem because it's bothering somebody. Why the fuck are you so bothered? Gay people been around since the beginning of the fucking time and you have not prayed. You have not fasted. You ain't done shit no, no faster or harder or being more sincere in it than the guy, the person or the, I ain't gonna say the guy, the, the person that's struggling with this. So y'all say it's a struggle. It's a, it's a spirit. How the fuck you think they're supposed to make people feel? You want to prostitute my gift, but you want to call me a faggot in the same breath. Bull daggers. Y'all think that shit be cute. That woman was fat as a motherfucker. She couldn't even fucking stand up. We used to find some what's nasty. And it's a, it, the video is much longer. She said a whole bunch of provocative shit over the fucking pool pit. Bitch, you can't even stand up. Talk about sweeping around your own motherfucking front door. You can't even stand up and deliver this word because you too fucking fat and out of shape and tired and that's what come on. I just I don't understand that. And another thing, bisexuality and deliverance is not the same thing. For one, I've had this conversation with several of my friends. I don't think this I don't think that being delivered from homosexuality is a thing because all the niggas that I know that used to fuck off back in the day or have a wife now still fuck off on the side. Be it MLK Park, cruising. At the bookstore, at Tammy's on Brooks. So, like, <laughs> I always tell people, bitch, you know the tree by the fruit it bear. 
I have not seen any reformed homosexuals. You may be abstaining. You may want to um, be faithful to your wife. That's cool. But the whole I've been delivered shit, you can miss me with that. It's not delivery. It's the journal. Bitch, you can miss me with that. I just, I, I can't. I, I absolutely cannot. And uh, I just, I don't know one. I don't know. I don't know one. And we have to stop making excuses for the bullshit because we were introduced to Christianity by fear. And I, that's a lot of us. If you, you, you know, you're going to hell because I remember as a child, I've always known I was gay, but it wasn't until and my family didn't grow up in church. So like the Bible wasn't no shit that we, my mama kept our social security cards and you know, <laughs> like shit like that in the Bible. Um, so there was nothing that we read that, that we talked about, but, uh, I remember the first time as a child, me, it be, me being very aware of who I was hearing that at that time I was a Christian, uh, hearing that you're going to go to hell for feeling the way you feel, right? Do you know how fucking traumatized I was as a child hearing, bitch, you're going to burn in hell for eternity. And the whole time I'm thinking it's me. Like panic attacks, laying awake at night. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. I just don't. That's why a motherfucker can't come and tell me, oh, it's a choice. I don't like women. I've been in a room with a whole pussy that was mine for the taking. I did not, I didn't want it. I didn't want it. And that's why you have so many motherfucking DL niggas out here that will kill you. They will literally, they want to fuck with you, get their rocks off, and, and if you were found out or somebody saw you leaving their house or whatever the case, they will fucking kill you. They will kill you because the world has taught them that you can be anything but gay. There's a pastor here that there was a whole fucking fight broke out in his church because of adultery. People left, but the church is still flourishing. But I guarantee you, if people had found out that man, he, he's not. I mean, clear it up. But if people had, a th like, if it was a story that that man was fucking the same sex, the church would be fucking empty. And then you have the church gays who feel like they're better than the DL gays. I mean, the they're better than the out gays because I'm I'm still struggling. I'm working towards I die daily. My flesh dies daily. Get the fuck out of here. You're not no better than them. You're jealous of them because they're out and they're open. There's a church here. Cathedral of Praise. It should be fucking packed. Because they accept people. That's why we have a gay church. We preaching from the same motherfucking Bible. There's a lot of shit y'all don't touch. But y'all want to touch that because y'all, why y'all so bothered by it's Pride Month? Motherfuckers got the reason to be proud. We got the reason to be proud. Because you can't tell. And another thing is, there are so many other fucking beliefs in this world. So you can't, you'll be a fool to think that everybody got to bow to, to what the fuck you believe in. That's not the case. If I've been asking God to deliver me, I gave up Christianity when I was 27. It was 2016, right? So from 10, I'll say, 
from 10 years old to 27, so that was 17 years that I prayed and prayed and asked God to remove this spirit out of me, and it never went away. I abstained from sex. I changed my, my friend circle. I went to church, Bible study, read the Bible front to back. I was teaching, I was teaching Sunday school the whole motherfucking nine. And guess what? When I got through and when my dick got hard, guess what I wanted to do? I still like men. So I ask people this. If you ask me, Dietrich, give me $20. And I tell you, bitch, meet me at the corner of Lamar and Winchester this Thursday. And you on the corner of Lamar and Winchester. And I don't show up. And you call me and say, Dietrich, where you at? I'm on the way. And I never show up. What time? When are you going to leave Lamont Winchester? When are you going to stop asking me for that $25? So there in my question, bitch, I'm not going to keep asking God to take something away that he hadn't removed yet. You answered every other motherfucking request I got. I prayed for the job. I got that. I prayed for health. I got that. I prayed for my mama. She's still here. I prayed for my dad and my niece and my nephew. I prayed for that. I pray for a job I got. So what's, what's taking me so long with this? I got to keep struggling with this? This is crazy. But religion has a hold on people that is so fucking crazy and strong. It's almost like witchcraft in a way. Because you, people are scared to die. It's going to be, you're going to go to hell. Bitch, I don't know nobody been to hell. And I'm not trying to knock nobody's beliefs. But I'm, this is my motherfucking podcast. I'm saying I want to say. Whatever you believe, it's making you a better person. But spewing that hate and all that shit, get the fuck out of there. Thank you, Darnell. Church gays are just as bad as the heads. And they're the freakiest. The best booty is church booty. I've always said that. I'm going to put that on my motherfucking tattoo it on my motherfucking face. Koji Convention is freak Nick for the saints. Point blank, period. People always got something to say. You can be, and it's crazy if you think about it, you can be anything but gay. Even motherfuckers that don't go to church ain't never read the Bible, they want to call you a faggot and tell you you're going to hell. So when the church be like, why y'all so upset about this? Why y'all so mad about this? Because y'all got the whole world thinking this shit. You got gays who believe with who believe in this. Oh, I'm going to hell. If I'm going to hell for being gay, bitch, bring me a hookah and fry some chicken, bitch. That's all I can say. Hell gonna be sickening because everybody going. Everybody going. For the ones that saying, well, I ain't, I don't, I don't, I don't have, I don't act on it. If a man think of so of he. That's what the Bible says. I didn't write that. That's Bible. So I just, and then you got the people, I don't want them around my children. This, that is, that, that blows my mind. Why does it blow my mind? Because. If the gay influence, either straight people are afraid to admit that they are battling with wanting to be gay or they're just spewing shit just to make a point. I say that because I grew up in a heterosexual household. There was no one gay around me. There, I never saw anything gay in my entire life. But, why fucking lie. My auntie always tell people, my nephew was born gay because he. I've been this way my entire time, my entire fucking life. I was actually way more feminine than I am now, but I just type, I just tuned that shit up because I was sick of fighting motherfuckers everywhere I went. But 
all that is going to influence the kids. Have y'all ever saw a little boy or a little girl that you just knew was going to be gay when they grow up? Hmm. So they made a choice too? They've been feminine their whole life. They made a choice? No, this is, that doesn't make fucking sense. Before kids even know what sex is, I can tell when a little boy or a little girl is extra feminine or extra masculine. It's, it's in them. It's in them. I've been I've been feminine my whole motherfucking life. My daddy is a motherfucking man. And by man, I'm not saying I'm not one. What I'm saying is the definition that you guys like to use, masculine, take care of his family, manly man, fix your car, all that bullshit. That's my motherfucking pops. And guess what? Hey. <laughs> shit, it is what the fuck it is. And I hate that too. I'm a nigga. I'm a motherfucking man. Just because I like men, don't you get this shit confused? You taking my manhood? I'm bitch. Go the fuck out. I'm sick of that shit too. But back to this, I'm so sick of hearing of hearing um people say that we are influencing kids. There is a gay agenda, bitch. If I'm living in a house with a mama and daddy, we watching motherfucking Players Club. You got these kids watching a whole bunch of shit. They ain't got no motherfucking business watching. But lo and behold, bitch, Holiday Hard come on. Now you sketch your son gonna be a drag queen, bitch. Get the fuck what what. How? Me seeing one gay thing erases all the heterosexual shit I've seen my whole life? Come on. Either this shit look dope <laughs> or y'all just using shit to just make a motherfucking point. That doesn't make sense to me. What the fuck is a gay agenda? Nobody, what What are you? Yeah, anyway, yeah, it's a, it's a whole bunch of stupid shit. But yeah, to me, it seems like it just has to be more enticing. That's what I think. Um, maybe the gay life is just more fucking enticing than um, than what y'all got going on. I, I just don't get it. You got James Cleveland and so many flamboyant-ass choir leaders out here made amazing songs, anointed. My favorite gospel song, well, one of my favorite gospel songs is Be Grateful. God is... I'm going somewhere with this. <laughs> I love Shirley Caesar. I'm not gonna say Shirley Gay, but yeah, Shirley's up as a motherfucker. But I think Shirley was, a, you know, I think Shirley probably went to the Catfish Cabin a couple times. But uh, like Clara Ward, I don't know if you guys are like well versed on on gospel singers, but she admitted that she was a homosexual, that she was in a relationship with a woman. So again, all these people you shouting about, and you know, you're shouting to their music, they're gay. The Bible you read, written by a homosexual. That's the, that's the word of God. I saw that. Eureka Griffin, is your daddy name Eurek? I know this is off topic, but I've been meaning to ask you this. Is your daddy name Eurek? I work with him, if so. Um, yeah, and like when Big Frida was on Grace's Corner, it was a big problem. Bitch, I was a kid watching fucking Don't Be a Menace, uh, Juice, all this killing and robbing and shit. But when a, a drag queen come across TV, oh my God, cut this off. Your kid been watching you sell drugs, I don't know how long. I've been seeing you hoes let y'all kids see y'all stealing the motherfucking lace front at the beauty supply though. But you see a gay person on TV, oh, he can't do that. Little man, man can't do that. Girl, get the fuck. You a thief. <laughs> you a fucking fool. It just it's it's so much like homophobia. Um it, it's it's unnecessary because how long are we going to fight this battle 
with, and I'm talking to the straight people, how long are we going to continue to um, keep bringing this shit up? How long are we going to keep praying and we, we talking about gay people, but you want little Antoine to come decorate your motherfucking wedding reception? Or ask you, is this, is this shoe cute? Or you you a hairdresser. You want to come get your hair done, but I'm a punk when you mad. Bitch, get your nap head ass out of my motherfucking seat. Hey, uh, yeah, I do know you. I do work with your daddy. Uh, we don't work in the same building no more. I was in the building with him for like four years. You the daughter that used to go to Swanky's and get your food to go and uh, eat it. No, you get your food, dine in, ask for to-go box, they give you a bigger salad. He told me that a long time ago. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know your daddy. I've been meaning to ask you that. Um, but, yeah, I think that shit is it's fucking bananas. It's, it's just so much shit that I feel like as gay people, we put up with in the name of Jesus. Like, it's so many times that I've heard people say they've been to church in the past of like flat foot calling them faggots over the pulpit. In what world? These, these days and time, bitch, I'm caught. We, bitch, we're going to have to, we're going to have to go there. We're going to have to, bitch, we're going to have to have some words, pastor, such and such. You're not finna sit up here and do this. You're not finna do this to me. Bitch, bitch, free of sickness. But yeah, like, you're not finna do this to me. I'm up here giving my time, my talent, make sure this choir sounds good. Like, imagine, I was telling a friend this today. The gay influence in the black church is so motherfucking prominent that it cannot exist without it. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Yeah, y'all might still congregate and meet up. But if we take the the gay influence out of the black church, the black church will fucking die. And I stamp that. I stand on that. Why I say that? It's just like a we we talk about how white folks hate us. If we take the black influence out of, the, and I'm not going to say fucking America. If we take the African American and the African influence out of culture, out of society, out of every fucking thing we know to be. This world would crumble. It wouldn't be shit. They'll still be uh, living in the motherfucking house with their cows and not know how to wipe their ass. That's what I mean by that. If we take away all the black inventions, all the black songs, the black trends, the black dance, the fashion, everything they take from us. So the same thing with gay people. All these big ass fancy hats and how the culture people dress. Baby, a punk did that. What? Antoine dressed you, Mother Pearl. What are you talking about? But you want to get your ass on the pulpit like Francis Kelly. That's why your rap all drag. You need to let a punk do it. Well, her old dyke and ass. I saw her not too long ago with the fucking the cupboard on Union. I started to trip that bit. Because how long are we going to allow these people to be so fucking nasty and cruel but when y'all want me to keep coming to church and keep coming to Bible study? I know what the fuck the Bible says. That's like you having a, like you gaining weight and a motherfucker come to you and be like, you sure getting big, bitch. I saw myself this morning in the mirror. I motherfucking know that. I did not need you to point out the obvious. If the if the Bible says it's a sin, okay, cool, fine. We fucking know that. Move the fuck on. When preachers when a preacher start talking about homosexuality in the Bible, I think ho, you ain't got nothing else to talk about. It's Pride Month, so you want to rally about it. You get the biggest motherfucking Amen. All right, that's what I'm saying. Girl, get all y'all are dumb. All y'all are dumb. And to see sissies up behind the pastors and behind these people up there clapping like goddamn fools, girl, sit down. We are all laughing at you too. It just that shit is crazy to me, and it has to stop. But until we start accepting ourselves for who we are, I'm like, it's so sad to see sixty year olds 
just not coming out. Girl, I might want that old worm ass. Girl. <laughs> you just coming out, want to go to the bar, talk to a 20 year old. Girl, what's your pen number? Other than it, wait, nobody want that old worm and cock, baby. You 60. That's a fool. You should have been out when you, like, girl, listen. I, I ain't finna be sitting, sit up all dried up like Bobby Jones, honey, with a wife at home. Girl, get out of my house. <laughs> I'm trying to have a house pageant, bitch. And you got a wife at home. That's a fool. I just, I, I don't know. Until we start, like, opening up our, opening up our fucking mouth and really, really standing up for ourselves, I don't, I don't know what to say. I, I really don't know what to say at this point because I understand religion has a, it's, it's a strong, it's a strong device. Like it's, it's, it's worked, it's working, but don't be old and used up. And I don't mean just use up as far as like sexually and your, like your body looking at miss. I'm just, that's just jokes, but don't be all old and used up. And then you realize you've wasted your life living for somebody else. I crack jokes, I curse, I talk shit, but I really, really have a heart for people that are struggling with being delivered from people. If there is a such thing as deliverance, be delivered from people. You know what you like. You know who you are. No, this is your struggle. Don't allow a motherfucker to tell you how to come out of your struggle, and they don't know nothing about it. If you are not a reformed homosexual that don't have motherfucking uh Atlanta Bay Club, if you reform homosexual, I need to see your Twitter and I need to see your motherfucking uh I need to see your watch history. The role of the church, Jason, is to make me a better human being. That was the teachings of Christ to me. From what I gathered from from Jesus from the story of Jesus was to be a better person. Me liking a man or a woman liking a woman, I cannot help what gets my dick hard. I never could. Even when I tried my damnness, I couldn't help to get, I couldn't help what made me horny or what I wanted when I got turned on. So that really ain't got a fuck thing to do But just it's dumb Think about this In Leviticus It says a man shouldn't love another man If it's a woman It's an abomination It also says something about Eating shellfish and all this shit here Just as dumb as it sounds That I can't eat motherfucking shrimp While I'm going to hell Just as dumb as that sounds It sounds just as dumb By me knowing That I did not ask for this That I'm going to hell for it do our pastor standing outside of motherfucking Long John Silver saying God hates shrimp eaters, God hates bottom feeders? No, bitch, that ain't happening. We not. I don't see no signs down at the motherfucking crawfish festival. I don't see them down at the motherfucking fish jerseys. All you can eat crab legs and all this shit. I don't see them down there talking about motherfuckers and shellfish. I don't see them down there. It suits you talking about some. Don't wear up two polyester bleeding suits. They ain't out there doing that. But y'all got God hates fag signs. How the fuck are you supposed to win me over to, to the side of Jesus and you can call me a faggot? God hates fags and that's the best you bitches can come up with to try to get me to come over to the Lord's side? Baby, y'all can keep that. No other sin gets more motherfucking slack or flack than the homosexuals. I remember when I was going to church, the pastor did a sermon Called, if, I don't know if you guys remember the movie It was with Sidney Poitier And it was called Guess Who's Coming to Dinner 
So he did a sermon called Guess Who's Coming to Church. And he had a list of sins on the motherfucking board. And he was like, when I get to your sins, stand up. Now, this pastor, it's the last church I was a part of. It's a very, very great man. I don't want to get, I do not want to get this misconstrued because I have a huge amount of respect for him and I love him dearly. Um, and I don't think his intent was terrible. Would I have done it a little different? Probably. But I do like his message in it because at some point, if we're being real with ourselves, Everybody going to stand up at some motherfucking point in this service if we're being real with ourselves. And that's the motherfucking key point. If we were to be real with ourselves in that time, everybody would have gotten up at some point on this list because he covered it all. So. His point was, don't you can't sneer at me because I stood up because I'm a homosexual and you a motherfucking thief. But off that list. What do y'all think most people were most ashamed to stand up for? That church was full of gay people. And that's not me being an asshole. That's me being blatantly motherfucking honest because I was there for four years and I know for a fact. That church is full of homosexuals. He never bashed gay people. I want to keep that clear. But that church was full of gay people and only three or four of us stood up. Why is that? Everybody stood up for pornography When a motherfucker in there shame We was slapping fires Somebody who watched porn We all stood up for who masturbates We stood up for all of that But when it was time to stand up for homosexuality Only four of us got up And I sat there and watched 60 year old 50 year old men who was afraid to fucking stand up And admit Out of all these sins No sin greater than the other We all fall short, fall, fall short of the glory of the Lord Right But only four of us stood up it was two men and two women, and one of them bitches was a visitor. And at this church, nobody hid who they act, how, how they acted. Nobody's lifestyle was a fucking secret, but people were still too ashamed to get up. Why is that? Ask yourself that. If your pastor would ask who all sin in this church, you would stand up because we were all sinners. But if your pastor say, who in here is a homosexual, are you going to stand up? And don't say, I don't want to, I'm just private. You're not private. Mm -mm. It's fear of rejection. It's fear of humiliation. It's fear of someone saying something that I do not like and fear of judgment. So to answer your, I hope I answered your question, but the purpose of the church is to make me a better person. But there are so many ironies. And contradictions when it comes to trying to live and be like Christ and you say it's something we'll never fucking accomplish because he's perfect and we're not we were made in his image, which makes no sense to me. And I'm not again bashing. I love a little choir bop. I come sing to church or sing to your friend whenever you need me to. But it's just a lot of stuff that does not make sense to me when it comes to the aspect of being a homosexual and I'm an open homosexual, and this is something that I prayed for it to go away and it's still there. So in my 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 world, I refuse to continue to live life struggling and worried about something that I really don't know if it's reality or not. I really don't know if this is God's word because again, man wrote this Bible. If I had the power to write the Bible and I know this is going to be looked at as the unadulterated word of God, I'm going to put thou should not wear bunnies in public. I just hate to see bitches in bunnies in public. Thou should not wear color contacts. 
Thou should not make dressing with Jiffy with Jiffy Mix. You know, I, this is shit I don't appreciate. Thou should not wear suspenders and a belt. That's just shit I don't like. That's the shit that I would try to change if I had that choice. And, and that was a thought of mine as a very young child that a man wrote this. And me being so alert and true to myself as a child, I knew for a fact, like, bitch, you're going to grow up and you're not going to get no wife because I didn't want no wife. Every girlfriend I had, I made sure I had a pretty bitch on my own when I did. But... That was because I was afraid of people saying something to me. I had a teacher walk up to my girlfriend in high school and was like, I was, I'm, I'm glad y'all are good. I thought that boy was gay. As a grown man, why are you watching me in school trying to see who the fuck I'm dating? That's weird to me. You know what I'm saying? We sexualize every fucking thing. And he said that to where I could hear her. I could hear him. So how the fuck you think that make me feel? People try to say so much and they cause so much more hurt in the name of Jesus, then they do consolation and love and what Jesus was all about. There's a song that says Jesus is love, but y'all constantly spewing hate based off some shit. And I'm going to be real. I don't knock nobody believing what they believe, but a lot of us don't even know where that shit came from. We don't know why we believe in what we believe. Your mama told you to believe and to get up and say, yes, Jesus love me. Lord, take me down to sleep. I pray, Lord, my soul to keep. Same thing with the Muslims. If the Muslim God wouldn't answer in prayers, y'all think people still be Muslim? No. Like, live your life and be the best individual that you can be. And I think that's the fact of life. My heart is good. So if I'm going to hell for what I did not ask for, bring my hookah. It's fried chicken, baby. That's all I got. That's all I can say. I'm not going to live my life worried and concerned about something I cannot control. I've prayed, I've fasted, I've laid on my face, I've abstained, I've done it all. Brand new socks and drawers, this song. But yeah, I've done it all. And what? It's still here. So fuck you if I'm comfortable who I am and I'm not going to allow people to say what the fuck they want to say. There is a gay church because you motherfuckers busy running people off. There shouldn't have to be a such thing as a gay church. And they don't fucking call themselves a gay church. The man just happens to be gay. He has a fucking husband and he has a title. What's the difference? Well, y'all out here fucking out both draw legs, men and women, and act like motherfuckers don't know. What's the purpose? What's the purpose of even bringing this shit up? If people struggling, don't you openly rebuke me over the motherfucking pulpit? That's some old ass, archaic ass bullshit that we thought this. That's how that ain't how God work. That ain't how God work. Who gives you the license to take somebody else's fucking license because you deem them to be a sinner? You sin, you fucking sin. So don't tell me in one breath one sin worse than the other. And because I'm a homosexual, I can't I can't preach the word of God. God can use any motherfucking body. Let y'all tell it right. God can use anybody. He has used anybody. So the next time you sing a motherfucking worship song, next time go look at the go look at the person and see if he reminds you of Twan, your choir director. Go look at the motherfucking the choir leaders these days, the recording. I'm trying I'm trying so hard not to call names. Go look at the choir leaders. 
Go look at the recording artists. Go back and look at James Cleveland. I'm going to say his name because he was openly gay. Go look it back at James Cleveland. Next time you sing, God's the best thing that ever happened to me. Next time you go, you want to go listen to his version of I De- if He Decided or God Is. Go check that out and see if you if you don't feel something. A homosexual wrote that. It's a lot of motherfucking in these days too. It's a lot of motherfucking pastors out here that's fucking off. It's a lot of recording artists and women as well that are out here eating pussy. But what? Y'all singing their songs. Y'all feel the spirit. And I'm gonna tell y'all something too before I go. I had a friend that committed suicide in 2017. He taught me this song called Morning Dove by the Canton Spirituals. And I had to speak at his funeral, but I, 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 I said to myself, I have to get this song out of my heart because my friend taught me this. He taught me that walking down the halls of Southside High School. And no, my friend wasn't gay, but he committed suicide because he, he had a very hard life. And um, I got up and I sang from my heart. And I'm not a believer in Jesus Christ, but I sang from my heart and my intent was to help the family. My intent was to give them, to provide them some type of motherfucking solace and comfort. That was my intention. And when I got through singing, them people were screaming and crying. And a man came to me and said, sir, you got the anointing on you. So at that point, I was no longer angry with the Christian faith because I no longer subscribed to one. That, that moment right there, to see how those people reacted to me singing that song, and one thing my friend Ashton Holiday, I would just say, it's, in your, it's what's in your heart, right? So it was in my heart to help them the way I knew how, through song, right? So that moment taught me, okay, things are more the same. So with my prayers, I don't have to pray in Jesus' name for something to come to pass. If you're sick or you lost somebody and I say, I'm praying for you, I don't put it in Jesus' name, I don't think that makes a difference for me. It may for you, and that's perfectly fine. But for me, when I sang that song and those people in that moment, if they went home and cried, I don't know. But in that moment, it provided some sort of joy for them. My my job was done. So the... The words that I spoke, the words that I sang in my intentions, that was the common denominator. And I take that with me everywhere I go. You can pray for me and Allah. Baby, if I'm on the side of the road or my fucking, you know what I'm saying, I done broke a leg or I'm hurt. If you want to pray for Allah, pray in Allah's name, honey. If, if Allah here, if Allah woke and he answered the phone, honey, by all means, pray in Allah's name. You got choirs here that won't accept members because they're gay. Their entire center section is gay. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say this. This is my motherfucking show. So I'm going to go ahead and go there. You are absolutely correct, Derek. And I know exactly who you're talking about. That man is running a motherfucking homosexual concentration camp or conversion camp, rather. Every gay person in his choir has either tried to start marrying a woman or having kids with the woman or popping up with girlfriends. I don't know what the fuck you're preaching over there, but it ain't right. I'm here to sing. I have a pastor. If I have to have a church home to be a part of your ministry, let my pastor do that. You get your monkey ass up here and teach these three parts and let us go home. There's a time and place for everything. I don't know what the fuck you're doing over there, but it's weird and we see you. The Memphis, uh, the, Memphis the Memphis Teachers Credit Union fucking mass choir. But, uh, yeah, I, I I know you're talking about Derek. I don't appreciate that either. You let every, you you don't want a feminine man in the choir, but you got a bunch of bull daggers. 
bunch of them. But yeah. Um, anywho, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to season two, episode one of Boy Please Whatever, your favorite podcast, the only podcast that matters. Before I go, oh my God, I almost forgot. Hold on. Oh, girl, I almost forgot. If you need promotion, Boy Please Whatever is also offering commercial advertisement, 30 second to 60 second commercials. $50 for two episodes, $25 for any additional episodes. Email whatever 23 at gmail.com. Secured the Collection is a brand that supports the mental growth and elevation of men, women, and children. This apparel line is focused on providing inspirational quotes and phrases in a trendy way to help consumers realize the power they possess within. Secured the Collection is a brand that aspires to inspire. By wearing this apparel, our hope is that the consumers feel motivated and encouraged to become the best version of themselves. Growth starts here. Healing, inspiring, trendsetting, secured. Visit our website at www.securedthecollection.com. We are now offering free shipping on all orders. Hurry and shop now. That's my homegirl, Tammy. Make sure you guys support her uh she has really good apparel and i did find out if you see something on the site that may not be in season for you so for instance if you see a nice cute hoodie uh she can make it into a t-shirt as well um make sure i put my ticker at the bottom (laughs) uh shout out to before i go shout out to uh all of you first of all i really appreciate you guys hanging in with me and make sure you guys hit the subscribe button i need you guys to subscribe to the show and make sure you share it until all of your friends uh shout out to the mother and son they the charges have been dropped i don't know if they've been released just yet but if you don't know in chicago there was a man who walked i don't know what happened but they were in the store getting food her 14 year old son was outside in the car and um he start punching the the mother like he told her if you said another word i'm gonna knock your ass out and like he ran his hand back like he meant to knock this woman the fuck out and her son shot his ass and she and he killed him and they were arrested under murder charges uh but i did find out the charges have been dropped uh i think that's crazy you should if you hit my motherfucking mama and i got a gun on me bitch you you might as well get your mama get your mama's black dress ready because she's gonna be busy next saturday Period. Slow singing, flower bringing. There will be a funeral. The church will be in mourning. If you hit my motherfucking mama and bitch, uh, yeah, you will be in mourning. Sharon, uh, I hope I'm saying your name right. I will be live every Monday. This is a this is an ongoing thing, babe. Every Monday at 7 p.m. sharp Central Standard Time, I will be on YouTube. Uh, if you are new to the channel, go and check out my other videos. I have 15 other videos. You may have to look under the live tab as well as the video tab because some of my videos were live and some of them were uploaded after editing on facebook but again i'm no longer on facebook so if you guys know people who may be looking for me make sure you let them know dietrich is no longer on facebook wolfies whatever will be streaming on youtube and youtube only make sure you guys also follow me on tiktok i um, i have twenty thousand followers on tiktok and i'm trying to steady climb uh, so make sure you guys go follow me on TikTok as well and follow me on the pod, Apple Podcast app and the Spotify app. But I will see you guys on next Monday. I think let me check my calendar before I get the line, baby. When is next Monday? It's the 4th of July. Ooh, wee. 
So yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and commit. I will see you guys next Monday. Uh, if the time changes, I will let you know. My family likes to party and get down to get down. So if I'm in a different location or something like that, but I will be live next Monday, July 3rd. And uh, yeah, and July 9th is my birthday. I will be 34 years old. So if you would like to go ahead and donate to either Cash App, no, if you get paid this week, hit the Cash App. Whenever you see it, it will be my birthday. So thirty-four dollars. <laughs> Everyone give me thirty-four dollars. It's cool too. But uh, yeah, just make sure I cover up everything. Stop letting people run over you, gay people. Do not vote for Mayor Harrington. You heard it here first. And um, yeah. So again, thank you guys for tuning in to the Boy Piece of a Podcast, your favorite podcast, the only podcast that matters. I love you, and uh, thank you guys for being a part of my new season. And um, I will see you guys next week. Arrivederci.